0: All right, welcome to our live podcast. We're at Metalworks Studios and hanging with podcast alumni, The Road Heavy, or at least a portion of The Road Heavy. Hey, guys. How's it going, man? Good. We got uh, Pat, who has been on the podcast before, and uh, Jeff. Jeff, who has not been on the podcast before. I forgot
1: my name. Uh, no. Nope. No, I don't think you did, but I... <laughs> you
0: you, you, would, you would cut me off and said, Jeff, I, you thought I was going to stumble. I thought you did.
1: I thought you looked at me like... Help me out. No, no,
0: no. No. I knew it was Jeff because we were talking Jeff on Jeff earlier. There was a pool tournament happening. Maybe we'll start with that. Uh, I guess the the off-hours recreation when you're not in the studio is pretty much around this pool table here. Is that correct? We're making good
2: use of this pool table. Um, I've used it to beat Jeff Martin twice and everyone else in the band at least once. So you're the resident pool shark of the road heavy. Yeah, I'm the guy, yeah. <laughs> what,
0: uh, is this, I- have you been known for that, or it just is a skill that's come out during the process
2: of this recording? I feel like people in this band don't know a whole lot about me, and that's just one of the things that they're kind of just figuring out as it goes along.
0: How, what's your what it, Like Jeff, how long have you been in the band? Are you, is it that you're just the
2: quiet guy and
0: nobody knows you, or are you a new
2: addition? Um, newer. I joined yeah. the band when Jules joined the band, so around, what was it like a year, year and a half ago? Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. So.
0: when the road heavy was on the podcast last, it was about a year ago. Yep. Jules was kind of a new addition. Yep, um, you guys were kind of redefining yourselves a bit in mm-hmm. terms of the lineup. Now a year later, you're in the studio. How has that all come together? What's the what's the uh, vibe of the band now? Has it changed at all? Or
1: no, I think the uh, the sound and the vibe of the band has uh, evolved. You know, and uh, I think as you, you know, you, you you know, your first album or your first cut of music is always you know. A little different than your second one you, know, you get more comfortable playing with each other and you know writing and whatnot so it's definitely evolved and, and now that everyone's sort of settled into their their roles a little bit more in the in the band as far as writing and arrangements and that kind of stuff what's Jules's role is it sex appeal or uh... <laughs> uh, sex appeal is actually not Jules uh, it's Brian it's the, oh right okay yeah Jules is actually the muscle i see so whenever we're at like a venue or something if there's ever been an issue with anybody there she's the one that she does the judo chop and yeah, puts the heavy much,
0: brings the road much. heavy pretty much yeah, yeah no. does she now does she have the most tattoos in the band or i don't know jeff well everybody's no, got a lot of tats think, i'm gonna yeah?
1: say that it's it's pretty much jeff well it's you, actually funny because
2: this is the only bare part on my
0: your body. left arm is the only yeah, bare part. of Everything body. else,
2: like if I ever took off my clothes and wore shorts, like he's actually naked right now. He's long, He's <laughs> completely covered. No, okay, so Jeff Jules, wins the
1: tat contest. I think so. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Followed secondly by Jules.
0: Probably. We're at a legendary studio here, uh, Metalworks. I mean, there's gold records left, right, and center. And I mean, I mean, from all genres of music, not just rock and roll. There's like Backstreet Boys records out yeah, in the lobby and
1: sync, right
0: yeah. Uh, JT was here. Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. was here at Metalworks. That's kind of a big deal, yeah. whether you want to admit it or not. Yeah, no, uh, it really was. What to you guys is legendary? Who, whether it's music or a band or something musically.
1: I think for me, like when I first walked in, in and we did the tour and I was looking around, uh, it's just seeing that, uh, you know, bands, you know, like Guns N' Roses had been here and, you know, Bruce Springsteen had been here and Prince had been here. And it was just, you know, Uh, It was crazy, and I remember thinking, you know, I wonder when some of these guys first came in here, if they if they knew that one day their records would be hanging on the wall, and then I started thinking about, you know, maybe there's a spot here for the Road Heavy, you know? Yeah. Well, we'll have to see what happens. But. They
0: can squeeze out a little space above the toilet. they got
1: some room around the pool table in the bathroom, so I yeah. think we're... I mean, we're good for real estate. I yeah. think we just need to get something to give them, you know, to put up on the walls. So.
0: I guess that brings me to uh, the question, when this this record comes
1: out, it's an EP? Yeah. Uh, what, what do you hope it brings? Good fortune and... <laughs> Health and prosperity, uh, as well as hopefully just uh, you know, just uh, I, I, we're hoping that it's going to get us you know on the air a little bit more and uh, on the road a lot more.
0: Working with Jeff Martin for this one, that seems like yeah. a, a real big step in the right direction, right? For sure. Has he got you working with any crazy instruments? Like, did he break out the hurdy gurdy mm. and say, "Okay, guys, let's make a weird record"?
1: There is a there is a sitar here. It hasn't been uh, put to use uh, as of yet. I'm not sure if it will be. Uh, he's definitely got. We're just he's definitely got ideas and we're just getting past the meat and potatoes of the recording so now we're getting into the you know the extra instru- instrumentation some of the flourishes and that kind of thing so um, I the, the I can't really say too much about what we've done or what we're doing but I can tell you that there is there's there's, uh, there's definitely going to be a 10 a, a person uh, choir coming in a gospel choir so just you know if that any indication, you know, what he's uh, got up his sleeve? It's a uh, there's going to be a lot of guests come Monday for recording. So, uh,
0: only a portion of the band is is here at Metalworks tonight. Ryan's in studio right now. <clears throat> yeah, he's tracking guitar. Uh, right he now. looks exhausted. Yeah, he looks tired. Yeah. Uh, has has Jeff been riding him hard since he is? You know, like the guitar players the guitar must player. really get ridden
1: hard by <laughs> Jeff. It's been uh, it's been pretty trying, I think, on everybody, but especially Ryan because. Uh, you know we're in the studio with Jeff Martin but we're also on his acoustic tour and Ryan is actually his guitar tech so he's got double duty all the time you know whether it's uh, musically for us or or for Jeff so yeah uh, it's kind of back and forth
0: <laughs> <laughs> he must be pretty well acquainted with all Jeff's guitars and all his uh, specific setups though right
1: yeah and he's got a lot of them it's pretty crazy yeah which is another cool thing I'll tell you just real quick is that we're actually I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this if the other say guy's here. Now I'm say gonna say it. it. Uh, I was given I, I was given direction by, by Jeff. He said, you know, go to this address, see this man and pick up these instruments. And so I'm actually we actually went and grabbed a bunch of the tea party gear and we're wow. using it to oh, record. Shit, you fucked up. Yeah. I don't care. It's coming out, Jeff. <laughs> Too bad. So he I'm has I'm talking to Jeff Cox obviously. He, I'm, I'm not he, saying that. He has a dealer is what you're
0: saying like a, <laughs> you go to a sketchy neighborhood yeah, and you roll it was, up and
1: It was yeah it was, it was like next question we can't answer this Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should probably stop now like someone's lining up a sniper shot on my head so.
0: Maybe this is a bad transition, but uh speaking of uh, dealers, uh we there all we yeah. No, <laughs> all right, all right. We all we had uh we all had the misfortune or fortune the way you look at it to be in attendance of the last Scott Whelan's uh performance uh last December uh, here in Toronto where all you guys actually opened up for him on that solo tour which was his last show. I guess well, after the fact, what's your reaction to that? I mean, we never got a chance to really uh, talk after we saw each other that night and we all split up after the show. We didn't know he was going to die a yeah. couple of days later. What's what's your uh, reaction?
1: I know I know. for me, like, and I'm sure everyone who, who you asked that question to is going to tell you that, you know, it was emotional or it was something like that. But um, I know for me, I was really upset after that because I actually had to leave early that night and I thought, you know, I'll kind of catch him at the next one, and I only caught about half the set, and I didn't get a chance to actually meet him before our show. And I figured, you know, this was the one shot, but unfortunately, I had to go. And then when I found out the news, I mean, I was—you uh, know—I grew up listening to STP, You know, like I'm—I'm I'm at that age where when I was just getting started in all this, it was like, who do you want to sound like? You want to be Chris Cornell? Do you want to be Eddie Vedder? Do you want to be Scott Weiland? Those were, those were the, those are the holy triumvirate—the right? big three. And, you know, and it was, uh, you know, I didn't think about it till after the fact, you know, and I started listening to some old STP, and I was just like, wow, I can't believe what such a huge part of my life it was. You know, you kind of forget about it. It's not like it carried on, but, you know, going back and looking at it, definitely it was, uh, uh, I wish I'd I wish i had the opportunity to at least even say hi, you know, or something, shake
2: his hand, you know. Yeah. Jeff, what about you? It's different for me. Uh, there's a bit of an age gap in this band. Um, STP was always, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a real nice way of putting it. <laughs> There's a bit of an age gap. All right. Anyways.
2: Yeah. So, uh, STP was always something that I was aware of and it was always a band that I was like, okay, it's got a wicked sound, you know, huge, like kind of 90s era and everything like that. But playing the show, I was really excited for it. It was, uh, it was crazy. I got to see one of my favorite drummers, Joey Castillo. He was touring with Scott Whalen and then being able to catch the show and everything was crazy. Um, I think I was driving home with my girlfriend at the time when Ryan kind of gave me a call. It was like 2 in the morning or something. He said, hey, I don't know if you heard the news, but Scott Violin just died Yeah. before he played his last show. He's like, we played his last show, and he's now gone. And I just kind of... It's weird. I'm not really an emotional person, but like, it was kind of that weird kind of feeling of just like... Just kind of take a second, just kind of pause and kind of think about everything. And it's like, holy... Like, fuck. Like, that's insane you see someone walking around like two days prior and all of a sudden you just hear that they're gone and it's just like celebrity or no i mean that's a powerful powerful reaction it's fucked up i'm just driving along i'm just like okay that's uh you just kind of take your time to process it and kind of just put everything together but i feel pretty uh I feel honored to have played the last show, to be honest.
0: Opening for Scott Whelan was uh, was a pretty big gig. Like That was a pretty decent coup last December. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's a that's a step up right on. That's a good opening act. I was excited for that one. Um, yeah, so since that time in the last year uh, and a bit, what other uh, gigs have you guys uh, been... Or has it mostly, mostly been working on this new uh, EP? Uh,
1: we've been on working the on the new EP, but uh, a few months later we got to open up for the Headstones uh, up in Barry at the, uh, Toy Drive, uh, which was...
2: It was a crazy show. Yeah, that was, was just awesome.
1: uh <laughs> that was probably one of my favorite shows to date like as far as I mean they're all great, you know, you always have to say that, to but be. I mean that was just like it was just that one show that was you know, a real glimpse at, you know, what it must be like when you're you're playing like you know, we don't you know, playing to such a big audience and they were just so receptive, you know, and just you know, you could do no wrong that night. You know, it didn't matter. You know, you could say anything you want. They were going to cheer and yell and scream. And I have moments like that with stand-up comedy, too, where it's yeah, like yeah. the audience is just ready. They're yeah. ready to receive you. And it's just like there's nothing better than that, you know, when it's like that, you know. Um, uh, other than that, we are working on the new album, getting stuff together, uh, doing the, the, the show with uh, the shows coming up or that we've been playing and coming up with uh, Jeff Martin. Uh, we've got some stuff for September that uh, we're not quite able to say anything about just yet but we've got some some shows coming up uh, and some other
0: other news so you know has having Jeff Martin in your corner in that Mm. regard has that opened a lot of doors for you guys or is it just maybe just a lot of confidence that
1: you have like if someone like him believes in you guys I think it's I think it might be a little bit of both. I mean, nothing. I mean, nothing about anything that's happened thus far has happened. You know, he hasn't done anything for us other than, you know, been our friend and help produce the music. You know what I mean? Nice. He's done nothing. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. I, you know, it's not like he's you know pushing us along or I doing anything. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, because I know that sometimes when. When you find you know people are working with certain artists, you, you know it's a tendency to just kind of think, oh, you know they're they're helping them out. You know he's helping us out musically, and he's helping mm-hmm. us out, you know, uh, internally in the band and finding our our, our you know kind of chipping away at some of the you know the rough edges and things that we need to you know kind of clean up. Um, so I mean you know that in that way he's been a massive help. I mean the the songs that we're doing uh, right now are just sounding. So huge, you know. I mean, we're we're drums, bass, and a rhythm guitar track, and a scratch vocal. We're not very far in, and they're just massive. So I can't even I can't even imagine what they're going to sound like in, a, in another four or five days after we're we're done here. So
0: so it's going to be an EP, not yep. a full length record. But EP to me is the new album. Yeah, I don't know yeah. anyone who's really releasing albums who not. aren't major label I was just recording say, artists.
2: On a major label. Yeah. yeah. I think so. the thing I'm excited about for this album is like with the five songs that we're doing, they all kind of stand out as their own. Like yeah. usually you yeah. have like a couple songs that are like, here's our one single or anything like that. But we have a couple right now that are kind of in the runnings so where we're like, yeah, every day all it's like, that one's the one. No, <laughs> that one. No, this Okay, these certain three, parts and you know, things just, come together and we're just like, wow, this yeah. is sounding better than this one. And then it just kind of goes back and forth. So I think at the end of this, we're going to have an album or an EP that we're going to be able to run with for a long time. And yeah. It's f- really mature. It's matured a lot since the beginning.
0: I found that some of the best record releases of the last year or so, I've actually enjoyed our, our EPs. The Foo Fighters EP, the St. Cecilia EP, yeah. uh, the Struts uh, uh, EP... And uh, even more in a local vibe. And you probably got, you guys know these, uh, the standstills, yep. yeah, their EP, yeah. awesome EP. Awesome, yeah. So like w- why put out a record with, you know, yeah. okay, there's a couple of filler songs in here. like just put out a really good EP. I
1: was just going to say, I think that's what it comes down to. I think when you're doing a full length, you, you know, the, the, the mentality is kind of like we've got 10 songs so we can, you know, we can maybe push one along that we think is, you know, it's good, but it's not. But when it comes to an EP, you know, you're, you're turning away songs. You know, so now you're really getting the, uh, you know, the cream of the crop, so to speak. And I think that that's, you know, probably why, essentially why, you know, a lot of these EPs turn out to be so great. But uh, I almost think that that's, like you said, like, I almost think that that's better, you know what I mean? Like, at least at this point, especially with, you know, it's not like uh, it's free or anything to, (laughs) you know, you can't just add five songs for the same price of, uh, you know, five, you know, five for the, add another five and everything's, you know, yeah. the
0: same. So speaking of cost, Metalworks—that's yeah. is a pricey studio. You guys are at yeah. like this is a
1: yeah. this is a step up, right? Jeff won the lottery actually. So. No, <laughs> I'm actually it's, pretty uh, loaded right now. Yeah, oh, no, he's uh, loaded all right, but yeah. But
0: the first EP or I'll your first, jack your, off your coke is <laughs> all jacked.
2: Is <he's> all jacked
1: <laughs> off. Your first recording, though, probably was not at uh, Metalworks. No, we actually recorded at Chalet, uh, which is which is a fairly well-known studio. You know, Rush is recorded there. You really know, nice. Our Lady Peace, uh, Moist, recorded there. So, uh, and it's a beautiful studio. I actually like. I love Metalworks. It's been awesome being here, but you know chalet it's such a cool vibe there because it really it's a chalet well, it's so i mean you stay different. there yeah. you know it's like a, you know there's rooms so you're literally you know you spend the night and you're you're 15 feet from the studio at any time you know so and you can go into the wee hours because it's on, like, 80 acres of land. There's no one around. Yeah, yeah. it's,
2: like, forested versus, like, city, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, it's completely opposite. The
0: same vibe with the Tragically Hips bathhouse studio, too. It's just kind of out there. You
2: go. you Yeah. It's nice, though. You collect your thoughts. You can kind of just go outside and kind of breathe it in. Yeah. Out here, you kind of get the fucking construction on Mavis. (laughs) It drives me insane every morning.
0: The road heavy live from metalworks studio great to be here the last time i was here was with the trues when we did a little recording for the song highway of heroes that was that was, awesome that was oh, years awesome. ago man yeah I back on that when i had the bagpipes out that was crazy recording bagpipes oh, uh right. yeah that was me yeah yeah that's You're a little no- little known fact i actually did the bagpipes solo Really? In, in High Wave
1: Heroes. Yeah, that's me. I'm going to get your autograph when we're done. I <laughs> I, that's let's get him on the EP. Let's seriously. Go in the other room. <laughs> Do you have your bagpipes with you? I feel like before you go, we should probably have a quick conversation with Mr. Yes. Martin and see if we can get some bagpipes in there.
0: Listen, if you guys can want me on your record with bagpipes, you'd say the word, I will turn around and go get them
1: <laughs> and be right back. We'll, we're going to find that out. That's awesome, by the way. Now I want to that like, recording what the truth is doing, the bagpipes. Well, yeah, let's, let's turn flip. the interview around that's, on me, yeah, shall we? That's
0: awesome, <laughs> I'm Love, you I know what? Song, yeah. It was fucking difficult. And I'm embarrassed to say that I took a lot of takes. It took a long time. Right. And uh and I, I just had never played bagpipes to a click track before. Right. And,
1: and isn't the that tuning was baffling. on the bagpipes different? Like it's not in standard, right? So they actually have to shift the pitch of the the yeah. the, the the music, I think. Like cause when I, whenever I've tried playing along with the track, that part is always
0: yeah, they. I think shifts. they pitch shifted the pipes a little bit to right. suit the recording. But generally, uh, you can tune the bagpipes on a good day because they're finicky yeah. uh, to be flat and oh, usually okay. you can get in there but the problem with the bagpipes is they're only, there's only nine notes right. and they're half of one octave half of another Okay. you have two A's and G's but the rest <laughs> you have it's really weird yeah it's, okay. Jeff would love this instrument honestly oh, I think sure. Martin would love <laughs> this thing man yeah I, I would love to introduce him to it um, but yeah uh, this, that was the last time I was here at, uh, at Metalworks That's was uh, awesome. doing that song with the truce awesome. the road heavy I wish you guys so much success in the future and and uh, thanks again for sitting down. Yeah. And uh, now with your newfound—I don't want to call it success, but momentum—maybe mm-hmm. is the word momentum I'll use. Um, word. Please tell me you guys are still going to play strip clubs. Oh, I hope
1: so. I hope so. <laughs> okay. That was a really good time. I'm make it hell. <laughs> I mean, it was—it was weird, but it was a good time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. And favorites. Kingston uh, is like. I don't know what it is, man. You you know, it's just an awesome music town. You know, I mean, it's always been such a. I've said this every time we've talked about Kingston. It's just like, you go there and it's just you know everybody's just really into it. You know, and I think that's just. You know, we we thrive on that. You know, everybody yeah. loves that. You like got recognized at the grocery store. That was Jules got oh, okay. recognized. <laughs> Jules got recognized at a grocery store. She's like, I was buying, you know, chips or something. Yeah, like no, anything. I think it was like Mr. Noodles. She was yeah. like, I was buying this. She like, and some guy came up to me and was like, Hey, aren't you in that band, The Road Heavy? And well, she's yes, like, Yes, I am. It's a good
2: time.
0: Wow, that's quite the road diet. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Noodles.
2: Yeah, yeah like yeah. fifty cents. <laughs>
0: Touring musicians, good. it's a real glamorous life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The Green Room Podcast is powered by 420 Kingston and
1: 420 Session Lounge and Microshop.
2: Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exume the truth. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana.